poetry. Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. With me all the way across the pond from the land of the Red Dragon is the most honorable Steve Parsons. Good evening. Do you know, why are you never that nice and friendly when we're off air? Excuse me? I'm always, <laughs> I'm always sweet and lovable. I'm going to play, I'm going to play back the recording, the off-air recordings one week. Yeah, you wish, you wish. Good evening, Ron. How are you? And thank you for ex-tropical storm Bertha, which has ruined the weekend for us here. Oh, that's a shame. We've had lightning, we've had floods, we've had the wrath of God. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, you know what they say, better you than a French. Better anybody than French. Uh, Anyway, um, joining us today is somebody who uh, is perhaps older than me. Uh, there's nobody older than you, except I Methuselah. Don't know. Is, is that is that possible? We, we do well. No, no. He's actually younger than me. Um, I, I, I see these amazing pictures he puts up in his Facebook page. I know. This is this is a man. Let me just introduce our guest. Then it's a, it's a man I've known for many years, um, an ex-resident of uh, Wales, who's now moved to the farthest eastern side seaboard of of Britain. Uh, and a man with a, sh- a medium and a man with a very strange fetish for dressing up. Um, he's appeared as Pirates of the Caribbean, as the Gambusters. Um, what else have you appeared as? Squadron Leader in a new movie that's yeah, like Gambusters. No, no, it's Girls' Night Out. Uh, he's appeared as a stripper in Girls' Night Out. You heard it here <laughs> first. Um, but, f- but the reason he's on the show tonight is not because he's uh, you know, Moonlights as a male stripper, Graham. But he is, in fact, reputed to be, by himself, a psychic medium. And uh, people who, <laughs> with a very rumbly tongue, yeah, yeah, pe- people who follow uh, me on Facebook may, may see me commenting regularly on, on medium Andrew Baphomet Taylor. So good evening, Andrew. Welcome to the show. Uh, good Why evening, Ron. Anyway? Good, good evening, Steve. Even though I've been here, what, two hours yeah, now? So. Yeah, your, your hospitality was fine. We've had one cup of coffee in that time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Wonka, Wonka. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now you had a cup I, of coffee. Is is, is that what? was that instant coffee? Is that coffee. is that what you? No, this this was real coffee, Ron. Coffee. Real coffee, okay. Because Steve, I, I believe it's real coffee. It went well with the with the cookies that we had. You don't know about coffee. They only drink it in Dunkin' Donuts. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, they, don't, they don't have coffee like no, us. No, no, no. Not proper no, coffee. They don't know what a coffee bean looks like. Oh, right. Okay, then. they're American. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So, anyways, uh, Mr. Uh, what do I call you? Uh, Just call me Andy, Ron. Andy. Actually, 
I know why. I know where the Baphomet comes from. You can from. tell them where the Baphomet came from. There's, there's a picture Andy took many, many years ago. He put it on, on, on onto the social media, and he bore he bore at the time before he grew the beard a striking resemblance to Alistair Crowley in his last years. Really? And Crowley was uh, called himself Baphomet. Yeah. And I brought this photograph of Crowley to Andy's attention, and. Promptly thereafter, the name appeared in the middle of my name. That's so right. it's not actually my name, but then again, it wasn't Crowley's name. No, he took the name because his mother called him the Beast. So he christened himself as such by using the name Baphomet, which is obviously a corruption of Muhammad. So there we go. That's the history lesson on Crowley over for today. That that's simply amazing. That's <laughs> all I can say. Um, so you are a medium. Uh, are you a practicing medium or just one of those closet mediums? No, I've, I've got it off par now. I don't need to practice anymore. I was anymore. wondering about that question. Are you a practicing doctor? No, I don't practice. I just do it. I don't know how, but I do. I'm, I've not been hothouse trained at sort of – where's that college? Arthur Findlay, the spiritualist college. I'm going to get everybody yep. coming in now and saying, you know, what's Arthur Findlay College? It's a college in the southeast of England where – all of these people go that are showing psychic tendencies and they're all trained as hothouse mediums and I've never believed in it. I think you've either got it in you and you do it naturally or don't bother. I'm really? one of those that has it naturally. It just happens. So, How? I don't so, know. So you don't believe that everybody is mediumistic? No, I'm not saying that. I do believe that we've all got it within us. I think if you're called to use it and it develops naturally, then you go with it. If not, you can repress it. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people. They they don't want to be involved. They, they, they get touched by it. They sense something and they can repress it. And then they pull back from doing it. I don't think it's anything that you should really sort of develop against your sort of internal wishes, if you know what I mean. It's, it's something that, that either happens naturally. You shouldn't push it. You shouldn't hothouse it. You shouldn't shove someone in a college for two weeks and have them come out. No, no, you, they don't shove you. They pay big bucks to go to that college. Well, they pay, they pay big bucks to get to Artabin. It's a fact, yeah, it's, it's, and, and I'm not that rich. Oh. So I've had to do it all on my own. <laughs> Doesn't the government have a program for, uh, you know, uh, you know, Mediums under Dole or something uh, that will help finance <laughs> yeah, them? They, 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 the YTS scheme. Yeah, they force you to scheme. work in supermarkets. Yeah, that's what it's all about. We we have to stack trolleys outside supermarkets, using uh, using yeah. the power of their thoughts and minds. Yes, yeah. We don't actually physically touch them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, although I I've known that they have well. before. I I know that one that went into my car was certainly not physically touched. At least nobody owned <laughs> up to it. Um, anyways, uh, are you seriously? Are you a um, do you practice your trade? I mean, do you uh, do gallery? Well, you don't do galleries in the UK. I forget that, whatever they call them over there. Uh, do you, platforms? Do you do platforms? I do, do, you do. I do do platform occasionally. It's mm-hmm. not something that I'm keen on. I prefer one-to-one. I find it's, it's easier to get a connection with somebody if you've got them alone in a room. Um, yeah, a lot of people say I'm cold reading. And I have to say that there has got to be an element to that too. You know, I've to psychology and how it works. But then when you get something that's so random and you give it to somebody and they accept it and they come back and they turn around and give you the full story behind it, that's what sort of blows you out the water. Mm, yeah. So do you have like a uh, do you have like a website or anything so that people who wanted to contact you to get be blown out of the water, they could? 
<laughs> basically i don't do anything at distance run I, I i you know a lot of people say oh you know can i can you give me a read and i had a right. young lady from australia on facebook the other day mm-hmm. wanting a reading and i'm like well no i i don't believe that's possible i like to meet the person hold hands even you know if you want to complete a circle and, and get that from them that way so mm-hmm. no i wouldn't do that um they're welcome to add me on facebook um you know, I'll take all callers, really. Most of my time now, I'm, I'm dealing with uh, my work at Blickling Hall. so And that, that's, where, that's where all my time's spent and the, and the reenactment work, I've got to say. But at Blickling, uh, I'm, I'm working on the medium stuff there as well. Okay, what, what is Blickium Hall and, and this medium Blick, stuff Blickling you're working Hall. on? Uh, Blickling Hall is a stately home in Northwick, which is, I actually live on the estate there. And it's the birthplace of Queen Anne Boleyn. Oh, I so with her. the National Trust, yeah, well, well, with the National Trust, that's where I now work. Tell him it's like Downton Abbey. It's, yeah, a bit like Downton. If you've all seen Downton Abbey, it's a bit like that. See, only better. You'll understand. Only better because I'm there. <laughs> oh, good, very good. Oh, so you're you're like legit, then it's not. I mean, you're on Downton Abbey, then it's certainly. Uh, yeah, well, it's, I, I'm yeah. A legitimately I'm a room steward for the National Trust, so I, I actually conserve and look after the rooms there, and I also tell people about all of the bits in the rooms. But then I also get the opportunity to be in those rooms when the place is closed to the public, and I get the chance to communicate with what spirits are there. But oh, I can't cool. have anybody else there with me to sort of follow that. Uh, Blickling, um, doesn't Anne Boleyn return annually uh, um, headless? Anne Boleyn headless, is headless on the 19th of May, apparently, which is the date of her execution in 1536. And don't lots of people congregate to see the... But they do. They, they, the gather, they gather around the gates waiting for her to return in her carriage, headless, as I say, on the 19th of May. And, well, you've lived there for a number of years, so have you, have you hung around in the night? the last few years to see if she's going to Yeah, well, what I actually do is I go on the, I think it's the 1st of June you'll find, because there's this little matter of us changing the calendar. That's true, we did. In the 1580s, so, you know, they're 13 days too early. But, well, do you cover both bases by going? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't go on the 19th of May, because that's a waste of time. And, yeah, but then I do pop down there, because it's just at the end of the garden. And? Nothing. Um, I, I just don't think she bothers coming. I mean, she was born at Blickling, I'll grant that, but she'd left well, there Well, how do you think the rumour started? Where did the, the, the legend... Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't she seen, like, all bit. over England? I mean, isn't she seen, uh, like, she, she, she's seen here or seen there? She, she, has, she has magic powers. She's she omnipotent. around everywhere. She's well, an she, omnipotent anniversary spirit. She, she gets around because she's a ghost. They can do these things. It's like they can talk, they can pull radio waves and make sensible conversations out of them. They do amazing Are we talking things. EVP now and things? No, we're so. talking about Anne Boleyn. Um, oh, okay, yeah, to, okay. Um, well, yeah, she can be anywhere she wants yeah. to be. She's not... At the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not, like I say, she's basically omnipotent. I mean, if an anniversary spirit is exactly that, I'd say it's what we call, it's a recording, it's residual. And if there are anniversary spirits, that's what they are. And they'll play wherever a person has been at various times, i.e. two places right. at once or more. But then it's not a cognizant spirit. So since she lost a head, she wouldn't be able to do EVPs, would she? She hasn't lost a head. She's not a head, she's got it under her arm. Oh, she's walking around with it? So the EVP comes from her head that she's got under her arm? Uh Uh-oh, I just lost everybody.
Well, I guess. Are you guys back now? We yeah, haven't been yeah, anywhere. Where did you go? Where did you go? We stayed right here waiting for you to come back. Ah, you just, you know, you were, we were talking about Anne Boleyn. We were talking about the paranormal. We are talking about having no voice box to talk, and all of a sudden you disappear. Ah, I think there was a message there. Uh, yeah, I think there's something to do with it. It's, it's Anne being omnipotent here in Wales. I don't think she ever visited Wales, though. Uh, I mean, uh, personally, I, I discount the fact that whether Anne visits her childhood or her birthplace. I wouldn't even say childhood home. She'd left there by the time she was three or four years old. Um, I don't think there's anywhere I can remember it that I that I visit in spirit. But then, yes, there are uh, spirits that do turn up at the hall, and I've had contact with a few of those. Uh, some of the, the most vivid ones are the boys that were there in the RAF in the Second World War. Really? You know, I've, I've actually heard... Uh, one day in particular, I remember we were waiting to open up to the public and I was in one of the rooms on the east side of the house overlooking what's now a grass moat. It's a lawn at the bottom. And I could hear a lot of swearing, a lot of joviality, young boys, and I thought it was the gardeners. And I'm thinking the public are be going to be in these rooms shortly. Oh. And the gardeners spoke to them and it wasn't the gardeners. So the assumption that I've got is it was the boys that were billeted there, the RAF officers, during the Second World War. So very interesting. And I've had a few incidences where I've had contact with those throughout the house on my travels. Interesting. Uh, so what famous ghosts have you ever met? That's I'm just curious. You know, Elvis? No, no I'm, I'm joking. I was I'm thinking of that, Steve. Well, I was going to say, unlike me, you haven't channeled Michael Jackson yet. No. I've not. Yeah, I can't get the voice quite. You know right. what he was the saying alien, before. He was saying before about he likes to do one-to-one readings rather than over the telephone or, or mm. via the internet or email. Um, right. I've known Andy many, many, many years, and I, despite me mentioning it on quite a number of occasions, he's never done a reading for me. <laughs> <laughs> where where are we going with this? Well, here we are. He sat in, here we are, sat, sat in front of you know on air live. Uh, put him on the spot. Um, what, do you, what what does my co-host say? Yeah, go for it. What do I care? <laughs> well, you you actually say that I've never given you a reading, no. and, and yet I've given you a certain thing, and it's just been yeah, it's on the wall, the, the rather nice Sunderland bomb. No, well, I gave you that, yeah. but I did give you something a while back, and it's probably five or six years back. And I know what your memory's like as you go into your dotage thing. Yeah, but I did mention something to you, and it's it's never been fully explained because I'll give you what I get in a picture, and you give me a bit back. And it was this guy that was going up inside a tube. A right. pipe, and he was climbing a ladder. Right. I don't know if you remember that. No. We were here one evening having our usual weekly social, as I did when I lived this side, and I told you that I'd got visions of a guy, and it, it, it seemed to be a ship's mast or a pipe. It was vertical. There was a door in it, and there was a ladder, and I'd got a guy climbing up it, and this was connected with you. And you actually came back with a little bit at that point, but you didn't elaborate. That's the only thing I picked up. Around you, I think you put up a barrier that I can't really get through. But are, you, are you saying I'm impenetrable to psychics and mediums? Oh God! Yes, no. without the use of any protection, you're impenetrable. See, it goes back to last week's show now, where we we talked about protection and the fact that some of us might be more naturally protected than others. Yeah, um, it's called. I think, do, I think you do put up barriers. I don't think it's called that. I think I, I I still think the fighting shy, um, because mediums never give me readings. Uh, I got. 
as, as long as I've known you, I don't think I ever will. I, that's the one thing I gave you, which was, and it intrigued me because it came one night. It just appeared to me, it was about five, six years back now, and it came to me one night, and I gave you this 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 picture of this guy climbing up. Certain ship's masts, they used to have the steel masts with a ladder within them. Titanic is an example. Certain around that era, they'd open the hatch and they'd climb up a ladder within it, and it felt very much like somebody climbing up inside a pipe. Well, I might be climbing up inside a lighthouse in a few weeks. That's what I was thinking about, you know, Steve. Yeah, when Andrew first mentioned that, that came to mind almost immediately. It came to Ron's mind, and then telepathically Ron transmitted it to me. And then I got it from you. And then you got it back again. That is absolutely brilliant. See, we're all telepathic on this show. Because I was just looking. I mean, we, I was about trying to buy this lighthouse, and unfortunately it went through the Don't ceiling. Don't tell me the lighthouse now, Ron, because I'm, I'm just I'm visualizing a map now, of, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and pick up on it. Hang on. Um, no, uh, don't think about the lighthouse. Which one? That the, you, you, the, you said you were thinking of a lighthouse in some weeks' yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about a lighthouse, absolutely. Um, uh, that's besides I'm the point. A, I'm getting a fish. Well, it's a lighthouse. Of course, you're going to get a fish. No, I'm getting a fish. You're not going to get one in land, are you? I'm getting a fish. Medians. <laughs> big oh my fish. God. Exactly. That's the name of the lighthouse. Big fish lighthouse. No, it's my not God, right on the button. You are good. No, I'm getting a big. I'm getting a big fish, but it's not called big fish. Why am I getting a fish? I have no idea why you're getting a fish. Nets. No, it's because it, you said lighthouse probably, and the lighthouse is next to the water. Yeah, but I'm getting a bit a, a whale. Oh, we're in Wales. Getting, we're no, in I'm getting a whale. I'm getting a whale connection with this. Is some Portsmouth? No, that's in England. No, Portsmouth. Is there a port? Yes, there is. Is there a port? Where you are, Ron? Is this Portsmouth? Of course, it's Portsmouth. Yeah, of course, it's Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Yeah, whale, whale, whale light. Is it whale oil? I don't know. Don't whale oil. No, in the whale oil. No, no. Whale no. back. Whale back. Well, Portsmouth. way back there used to be a whale back, but that was in Maine, so so close. Right, okay then. Well, that's that's all I've seen. Huh? Told you they're all frauds. These mediums. Yeah, evidently. Uh, that was that was good though. I mean, it was whale, big fish, whale back. Yeah, that was good. So, anyways, I was thinking about a whale, uh, a lighthouse, and this one you actually had to climb up a ladder to get into. So it it basically was a big hollow tube. So that that's. Quite astonishing. I'm really shocked, I guess. Yeah. You haven't told me I've got to climb a ladder inside this tube lighthouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God you, told me, you told me it had an elevator. I had no way. <laughs> is it a lift? Do we have a lift or is it an elevator? We, we use elevators we, to lift grain. We, we, for the no, benefit of yeah, well, no, people are carried in lifts. Grain is elevated. No, for the benefit of our American... Oh, right, we, we have switch to... switch into the American parlance. We say sidewalk. So I've got to dumb down. I've got to dumb down. Yeah, and fanny. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, you can say that. We there, can but... say that on an American radio show. We can show. say that. We can say fanny oh, on an American radio show. Oh, yeah. I feel... Yeah. Yeah, but never mind, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sell it. Anyway, back on track. You know what else we can say on American radio? Bloody what? hell. Well, we can actually say that. I think we could we get away with oh, that. Easily. Yeah, we could get away with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But only with cussing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've got a question that I ask all mediums. Thank God. And I know I've asked Andy this off air, but why? Why is it that mediums, who let's be honest, work normally direct to spirit through in the seance room, and 
they intrinsically believe that we survive death and can return as, as a spirit. Why do you go ghost hunting? Why do I go ghost hunting? I've done this question before. I know. A long time back I know. On the I ask show, every medium. Yeah, why, I did it a long why, time back on the show. Why mediums go ghost hunting? I actually welcome that. I mean, I don't get paid. If I go ghost hunting, uh, yeah, if somebody covers my expenses, I'll go anywhere, literally. And basically, I accept that people are there and they're wanting to prove it. I want somebody to scientifically prove that what I'm getting is spirit. I'm, I'm quite open to the fact that I'm reading minds. If I can read minds, that in itself is amazing. But I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not actually, I'm convinced personally there's a vile of spirit. But, you know, what I would say is that, yes, if someone can prove it scientifically around me, I'll take them along with me. I'm quite happy to believe it's spirit until somebody tells me it's something else. If they tell me it's something else and I'm reading, you know, the subject's mind, then I'll go with that. But that in itself is amazing, so I run well, with it. Isn't that sort of a lack of faith in your own belief and judgment? Uh, no, because you actually told me once. I used to put down that I questioned everything I did, and I don't anymore. If, <laughs> if you notice, the website's gone because I don't do that sort of thing anymore. And I turn well, sure and you've I, got to have faith. In yeah, I believe. Things. I believe fully that. What personally, what I believe fully is the existence of spirit. Right. What I'm saying is, if someone's a bit dubious about that, mm. i.e., yourself. Well, why you, does that? No, well, why does that matter to you? Why? Why do you have to validate it to me? By going, I don't have to. I, well, I don't have to. All I'm you, doing is I'm giving you the opportunity to. But come your with comment me. was, I go ghost hunting to get scientific verification. Well, not me. That you, if you want to come with me, then you're welcome. But you go ghost but hunting if, on your own. Yeah, I just go in on my own. But I'm not ghost hunting then because what I'm doing right. is everything I'm getting is subjective. It's not scientifically proven, is it? It's well, subjective. It's within me. But I'm giving you the opportunity to tag along. Oh, thank you. And, you know, should Ron ever get to Blickley, he'd be welcome, but should you ever get to Blickley, you'll be welcome to follow me around and use all your bits of gadgetry and your that thing with the little arms that swings out on Ghostbusters. What's that? Your PK meter. Have you got one of those? You, of you, you, well, you can follow That's me around. Every ghost we, well, I've never seen one outside oh. of the film. So you'll come around with your PK I'll meter. I'll tell you what, and... we're, actually, we're actually talking to the king. You think I've got some equipment behind us. Here, <laughs> we're talking to the king of ghost tech. Yeah. Ron is absolutely the king of ghost tech. I visited Ron's office last year, and it, it is like Toys R Us for ghost hunters. Yeah. He has shelves stacked high with every conceivable type of ghost hunting gadget, gizmo, piece of equipment. Has he, got a life, has he got a life outside of this? Oh, yeah. Well, he's not kept in a cupboard and brought out no, on every Tuesday no, no. afternoon, isn't it, there, evening here or no, whatever? He never stops. Right. No, mm. no. I, I've, I, seen, I've seen you actually going to the gym, Ron, so, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, I, I do the gym. Uh, but I actually just picked um, up a new piece of equipment from uh, Shannon Sylvia, the, the wonderful Iway planchette, so that you can see who's putting too much pressure on this stupid thing. I don't know what it's proven, really. I have no clue, but that's besides the point. We're going to try it out, see if it's good. The Iway planchette. That was a glowing review of the device, a stupid I device. I haven't tried it yet, so what can I tell you? That's just a New England I don't, know the point, I don't know what the point of it is. It, it tells you... In actual fact, it, it harks back to an 1853 experiment conducted by Michael Faraday, the world's greatest physicist, okay. who, who was so sick to death of the claims of spiritualists and their table-tipping antics that he designed a table that had a very simple double top on it that was spring-loaded, spring uh, so that if the the upper top moved before the lower before the lower top of the table, um, then clearly the 
the motive power was coming from the speakers. And if the lower top moved before the upper top, then clearly the motive power was coming from the table. And he demonstrated conclusively, oh, way back in 1853, with the repeatable scientific experiment, that the people are pushing the table, to which the spiritualists responded by saying, yes, well, of course we push the table, we supply the motive power, but the media is operating through us. Absolutely, there you go. So so this eye planchette and all these other devices demonstrate nothing because the mediums and the spiritualists will already counter with, well, we know we're pushing it, except we're not. Is this the hand of God, God thing that you had a little war about? No, that was, well, a, that was a medium touching somebody. Yeah, but it wasn't exactly him doing it. Spirit yeah, made exactly. him do that. You see, this yeah, is yeah. the problem. You catch people moving at the table when they're table tipping. They go, well, yes, it was me, but it wasn't really me. I'm yeah, guilty, but I'm Steve, 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 what's the definition of a trans medium? Isn't that when the spirit takes over the body of a person? True. Uh, no. Yes. Not, stri- not strictly. <coughs> because you can be in trance but not possessed. True. We're, True. Going, we're going into the levels of possession now and obsession. Yeah. All this yeah, business. The degrees being, of trans mediumship. Being in trance is more akin to being um, open to uh, allow. Well, all, medium, all mediums are open. Or else yeah. they would be mediums. Well, if they were closed, have, nobody would be freaking well, talking to them. Well, let's just say that we only have their word for it. That's true. There, there, is, no, there is no definable scale or measurements or experiment that, is, that has been able to measure degrees of possession or entrancement. Yeah. Well, so we only have their word. So, the word that they're channeling, they're open and... Uh, so for, I don't know, how many thousand years the Catholic Church has been casting out demons of possession and those are all, all have been fake, right? No, but again, we only have, we only oh, have I'm them. confused, I'm confused. We they only have tests. They are or they aren't? I'm not sure. What's going on well, here? The problem, the problem with paranormal research, as we've talked about many, many times, is we only have testimony, and that in very few areas of paranormal study do we have objective information to, to work with. For example, temperature, we do have objective temperature data, right. but we have, no, we have no objective information that talks about possession or demons, the existence of apparitions, the existence of ghosts. All we have is people only say, ha- only only centuries of eyewitness testimony. Well, a subjective experience, but, which is what but, makes that as mediums happens. To that us. points to an interesting human experience mm. and something that is worth exploring and trying to understand. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily rubbish. It doesn't mean to say that it's necessarily made up by people that, that practice these 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 arts of mediumship or or, or or other paranormal phenomena. And it doesn't dismiss any anybody who claims to have seen a ghost or an apparition. Or it just you know there are two possibilities here, and we have to explore both of them mm. and acknowledge both of them as being possible. There you go. So, anyways, we actually have to take a break, so um, we're going to have to interrupt you right now. So, anyways, you're listening to um, Ghost Chronicles International right here on uh, Tojinet, Pararex Ghost Channel, Planet Paranormal on your iTunes and your TuneIns and your K2s yes. and your Ghost Box. Uh, with Steve Parsons and Ron Kolick, and our special guest has been Andrew Taylor. We'll be right back after the following messages. 
Monday mornings just got scarier. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for another episode of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and his inquisitive travel companion, Lou Blassie, the professor. Hey, that's me. Each week we'll delve into the realm of the supernatural where all that is is not what it appears to be with remarkable guests, spirited conversation, and the occasional voice of the deceased. We'll bring you a whole new meaning to the term dead air. Ghost Chronicles, Mondays at 11 on Eagle Radio 1110. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place and oasis in this hectic world. And I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in. Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. Every Wednesday night. At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com. So, so we are, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And Cemetery Tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get uh, so scared of one of these cemetery tripping things that uh, you'll I'll have to get a new co-host. <laughs> I am brave beyond belief. Nothing yeah, we'll see. scares me. So anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Dan and Ron. See you then. There's a, one of the rather decrepit four up four horsemen of the apocalypse limp, or their horse limps over the horizon, it brings us back into part two of Ghost Chronicles International. Something like that, yeah. With our special guest tonight, medium Andrew Baphomet Taylor, and joining us from across the water in the former colonies of New England is Mr. Van Helsing himself. And you're hopefully listening, um, both our listeners. And the rest of you on podcast, iTunes, tune in, Ghostbox, and what else yaddy, can we do? Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Yaddy, yaddy. Do you know, he, he takes, 
anyway, my my intro is about 40 seconds shorter than your outro. That's interesting. But before the break, I was talking about, you know, how we, we have to explore all the possibilities and not leave ourselves open to being a, uh, influenced by our own beliefs, our own desires, our own expectations, which is part of the Ghostology course that will be running in September um, in, in where? I've forgotten. <laughs> Circles of Wisdom in Andover on September 20-something and something, 23rd and 24th. Yeah, just next to Batucci's and, and beneath the Haunted Realtor. Absolutely. So this isn't Andover, Hampshire? No. Oh, right. This I is thought... Andover, Mass. Andover, yeah, you guys, Mass. You guys, you guys stole all our names. Yeah. No, I think it was the other way around, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we stole a former colony. We stole them a thousand years before. No, no. Yeah, ac- form- actually, actually, you, your England was run by psychics, and they actually saw the names of the colony cities, and they just copied them uh, earlier. That's you know, I could buy into that, Ron. I'm, I'm starting to. <laughs> I like that. Theory. I'll, I think I'll start using that. Have one. we got a Salem? We've got to have asylum somewhere. We got Bethlehem. Which is, in a, which is the longer version of Salem. Salem is an abbreviation of Bethlehem, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? We, actually, just, we, actually, we have a couple of questions, you know. Did you see those in the chat room, dear Steve? Um, so, Steve, you don't believe in mediums or ghosts, Beth. Uh, that's uh, a nice one. Right. My answer to the first one, uh, well, I'm going to do it the other way around. Yes, I absolutely, definitely believe that people experience C ghosts and apparitions do i believe in mediumship there is fascinating and very strong compelling evidence that some people who have been tested display an ability that is seemingly still defying all rational explanations yeah uh, i've not been tested i'll add that i've not been tested oh you have have i oh yes. when many times absolutely oh. there you go then. and found wanting and found wanting. <laughs> i've been judged <laughs> Once you're on Facebook, you've been tested. And we have another question wondering how Andy got the job at Blickling. I always thought that would be a fun job. Ooh, it sounds fun, I'll tell you the truth. By filling in a lot of forms and basically telling them my life story. You and you slept your way into that job. I thought about it, but have you seen that? Sorry, have you? I don't know if she's not listening. Have you seen the, the house manager at Blickley? Living their helps. I mean, to actually get a cottage on the estate and living. I don't live in the hall. Can I make that clear to people? You know, I do access the hall and I work in the hall, but I live in a cottage on the estate. Oh, really? That's so cool. Which I'm very grateful. I've got a nice yeah. grass roof on it, and it's about 50 years newer than the hall, so it's 350 years old. That's 150 years old. That's older. pre-American history. That's really, right? just, just like Downton Abbey. That's, that's exciting. It's twi- Yeah, my cottage is twice the age of your country, Ron. Actually, no, actually, when was your, when was your cottage built? It was built in 1670. Now, you see, there are towns in Mass that are older than that. Is that? Of yeah. course. Is that, is that Mass? I don't know. Where's Ma- Massachusetts, this is, is it? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Well, we call it Massachusetts Bay Colony, actually, is the property. Yeah, it's... It, it, is it still a British colony, though? Yeah. It's got to be, I think. It is still yeah. We need to take it back under our wing. Oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, I rather, be, I'd rather be under your queen than under the guy <laughs> Yeah. in, in presidency right now. Yes, yeah. I'm going to say, you know, you've got to watch what you say. That what, might what, be treason. 
Yeah, would he, would he prefer to be under David Cameron or Obama? I think that's the question that you've got to face. You can't mention the Queen on radio, that's treason. Is it? Mm. Even on this radio? It's a... What, Freddie Mercury? You cannot mention it on the radio. Oh, OK. You cannot derogatory <laughs> about, about Her Majesty. I would yeah. never say anything about her. We, you, as you know, we, we love the Queen here. Which Queen? Oh, Anyone. Oh, right. A good Queen Bess. Yes, that's the one, the second. Anyway, so, any... we were... yes. Sorry, <laughs> carry on, carry on. No, we'd finished. Yeah, we're waiting for you. Oh, okay. So, we, yeah, speaking about this job. So, you, this job you have at Blickly, Blickly, Blicking, whatever it is, Blickling um, Hall. Um, uh, are you a historian? I mean, do you have uh, formal education in, in uh, history or. or uh, no, I'm training as a conservation, basically. That's my job. I conserve the furniture and the effects there. I'm involved in doing that. So, yes, I get to access the reserve collection. I get to learn how to handle it, how to clean it, how not to clean oh, it. Oh, wow. Point. So, yeah, I do get to see a lot of the behind the scenes. They put you on the reserve collection first, which is a lot of Victorian furniture in various states of disrepair basically piles of sawdust and you have to go out and polish it once a year and then re do a condition report and recover it. So it's falling apart more next year when you go so out and polish lost interest, it. Mark. That's what we do. They've lost interest. You're not, you're not talking about the Tudors and the Stuarts. Why have I got to talk about Tudor? There's no yeah, Tudors. And, well, yeah, it was, it's Jacobean. Yeah. They like Tudors. Yeah. Is it, they think tell it's, tell of, they it's, think it's Game of Thrones. Tell them it's the Tudor furniture. Yeah, it's Tudor furniture, not Victorian. It's Tudor and furniture. The Lord and Lord and Lady Blickling, they regularly pop down to see you, don't they? And they, they take tea. Yes, they, they take, take tea with us. It's like Downton again. They come down yeah, and yeah. whip the service. Mention Downton again. That brings them back on. Like, yeah, it's like Downton Abbey. But is, it, is there still a Lord and Lady Blickling? There are, yes, somewhere. Yeah, there must be, I suppose. Yeah, We, we have Lord Lothian. We have the 13th Marquess of Lothian. You do know, actually, that Ron is, uh, has a lordship of the manor. I absolutely do. I have it right in front of me. There you go. Your lord of which manor? Lord Ron Colick. Ronald Colick, excuse me. Uh, Chelmswood Estate. That's a housing estate. Chelmsley Wood, that's in Birmingham. It's a housing no, estate. No, 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 no. Chelmswood. Let me spell Chelms it for you. Wood. Let's Google it while we're here. Yeah. No, it's a housing estate. In it's a housing You're estate, yeah. Right. yeah. It, has a, it has at least uh, five stamps on it. So there you office. go. <laughs> <laughs> Must have a post office. Well. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it is certified by and registered by the trust company, transferred agent, and whatever. <laughs> I can't read his name. Stephen something or other. Wait a minute. Hang on. Stephen, whatever. How do we get on that? Anyway. There's a mate of mine. He must be, I suppose. <laughs> so uh, uh, yes, you're going to address me properly. That's fine. I, well, what we'll do is uh, when Andy goes back to Blickling, we, I'm sure um, Lord Lothian will, 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 yes. will, will be able to look up that one. Yeah, Michael oh, is the current Lord Lothian. Right. Yeah. Former Tory minister Michael Ancrum. If you if you Google him, mm -hmm. um, you'll find out he's the thirteenth Marquess of Lothian. Is he one of the few Tories that aren't currently in jail? Yeah, because he gave up on it. I think he got out before they started investigating mm -hmm. the expense claims. You know, he was running a second house. It was probably Blickling. 
So, so a- Andy, let me ask you this. I mean, you, you do restoration work, which is, which is cool, by the way. Um, there's so many different pieces. I mean, do you pick up any psychometry from it? or Somebody gave me a chip of wood once and asked me what it was, and it was actually a piece of the victory, and I got absolutely nothing from it. I don't do psychometry. Okay. Yeah, I like handling this furniture, just out of pure historic interest in the, the antiquity of it. And, and it's nice when I'm in the rooms, the display rooms with the public, and I can actually pick an object up and to see it, you know, and bring it over closer. But no, I don't get psychometry from it. It's more the actual building. It's more what comes to me generally when there's no one else there. I'm having to wander through. Okay. Uh, uh, Steve, have you ever been to this Blickling, Blickling Hall or whatever it's called? <laughs> We have a caller first of all uh, on the on live on line one. Uh, I understand. So should we take the caller first? We have a what? A caller live on line one. All June. right, fine. All right, put it through. Hello, June. Hi, Hello? hi, Ron. This is June. Hi, Andrew. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? Um, Ron. Hi, Ron. I met you years ago um, at Mystical Whispers. I met you and Maureen, and I'm on Medium as well. And I have a question for Andrew. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Hi, Andrew. Hi. I really want to go see you in September, by the way. (laughs) I'm laid up right now, but hopefully I'll be better by then. Um, Andrew, being a medium, do you um, ever have a hard time with people reading you? Has anybody ever read you, give you a true reading? No, I've got to admit, I don't know what it is. I've had people, other mediums, try to give me readings and they've never given me anything that's made me think they're anything but a fraud. And that sounds terrible. Oh, but I can't believe a, you said that. No, I've, okay, I've never had that. Because that's exactly the same problem I have. I've yes. been to numerous, numerous, including, I don't know if I can say his name, John um, Holland, and nobody can ever pick up on me. And I was just curious oh, no. if that ever happened they, to you. They sort of, they sort of, sort of um, I don't know, they're clutching at straws. They seem to be picking up on things that could so random, and they try and throw it at yeah. me, and I just turn around and I sort of I sort of nod politely. I, I don't sort of, you know, deflate them completely, but then there's one yeah. or two I've walked out on because it, it's just got very, very silly, and I'm not going to make myself look stupid. Well, I mean, do you put up walls so that they can't read you? I mean, are you, like, possibly, you know, not possibly. really open? No, I wanted to read them because I, I do it. Like I said, I've been a medium, I've, like, all my life, basically. But I do it professionally, and I help find missing people. And I, I, I do a lot with my gifts, which I love. But I've been to many, many readers, and nobody has ever been able to get one thing right about me. Really? But did I give you anything? I go with... Sorry. Yeah, did they give you I've anything? I've always an open mind, like to let them yeah. read me, but nobody's ever been able to pick one thing up about me. All right, they... kid. When you, when you come to uh, Spirit Quest, uh, okay, I'll give you a reading. <laughs> I've met you many times, Ron. <laughs> I've yeah, tried. Well, yeah. You'll, you never know what lies in the mind of uh, Van Helsing. Oh, I know. <laughs> But I was just curious if it is normal for that to be, you know, that way for medium. Well, what's interesting is that's, that 
Uh, both of you have said something mm. I said earlier in the show when I asked why is it I don't get readings, and yeah, I was yeah. accused of putting up uh, barriers and barriers. And, and, and so, does this mean that I'm psychic too? Oh, you are. I've always said you are. You're in denial. Oh, I'm psychic in denial. You're like Darren Brown. <laughs> Darren is in denial. He's he's a definite psychic. He's just I'm refusing to, to accept. <laughs> yeah, I he's been. Have he's... I'm sorry for that other gentleman. I'm sorry I didn't get his name. Not Andrew, the other gentleman, not Ron. Steve. Steve, Steve I'm sorry, forgive me. Steve, when you were talking to Andrew at the beginning about a reading, um, the, I did get really loud um, for you the word unbalanced. Your life That's is completely unbalanced true. right now. I'm balanced. In a bad way, <laughs> um, emotionally and physically. And uh, that's the majority, uh, more emotionally than anything. And you are definitely gifted, but you are afraid. Um, you're holding just, back. You are truly you know, holding you're, back. You're, you're far from the first. In fact, I think Andy's also said that in the past. He said to me that, uh, in fact, I've lost count of the number of yeah. mediums who've told me that I... I am in denial, and I have a gift, and I, I should open up. And yeah, I mean, yeah. seriously, yeah, I think he you're needs afraid. to. You're afraid inside, yeah. but there's nothing to be. You have so many wonderful guides and teachers ready to help you. <laughs> um, and well, I'll possibly, tell you, you do have a very powerful spirit um, teacher that's waiting you know. for you, and um, it's more or less um, a Native American. And they're standing behind you right now because I can I can see him. He's coming through to me. Sometimes I, I can see people's guys if they come through. I ask them to, and he's like basically frustrated with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> you not fully open up. Yeah, I was going to say after you, my spirit guide is in a queue of people <laughs> who are frustrated at me. Yeah. It's spiritual truth. Yeah. Apparently, uh, apparently, Steve, um, I don't know if you want me to say it or not, but apparently you had a bad experience when you were younger, and he believes that that's what frightens you to close down. Oh, that's sad. Well, the, well thank you for the he reading. Me the number uh, six, he sent me the number six or seven, so I believe you're around six or seven years old when it happened. Um, well, there have been a lot of events in my life, and... Yeah, probably long around that I, age. Yeah, I don't. Re I don't remember every one of them, but um, okay. it's because I'll take. I'll, I'll, I can, I'll take what I'll take what you've said, and um, I'll bear okay. it in mind. Okay. And, Just know that and we'll, re we'll report very, back at a future show. And they want to help you. Okay, well, uh, I'll, you I'll do, take that, and we'll report back in the future show you. if it means anything. All right, June. Thank you so much. Thank you. I don't think, okay. I don't think he's going to take okay. it. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye, June. No, there was a, there was a lot there. I'm going to listen on the on the playback. and uh, Yeah, get it and, on the eye. And I will report back if, if any of that makes any makes any sense. Uh, yeah, so Katrina actually said uh, she'd take a reading from her. So there you go. So that was interesting. Uh Oh, that was. It's always nice to have a call mm -hmm. because you know I've got to it say it shows you live. My office is smaller than yours, Ron, and you know the two is in here. It's a warm evening, and Andrew. I don't know if he's bath today. I did. I showered before I left the hotel. So, yeah. It's an interesting thing. So, so why do you think that is, Andrew? I mean, you and June uh, and, and Steve. Steve. Yeah. Uh, oh. 
don't I think we're I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to figure out how do you know oh because oh I'm trying to figure out how do you know you're not being read because I'm getting a load of rubbish thrown back at me Ron yeah I, I've never been able I will nod politely it depends on what around me but when I'm getting rubbish thrown at me that uh, quite blatantly I can't fit into my lifeline it, it doesn't it doesn't work, and and I nod politely. I make my excuses, and I, I exit myself from the place generally because I don't want to hate someone. I, I've, I've not got that in me. I'm not going to destroy them. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So I, I mean, but but you deal with spirits. How do you know they're not picking up some spirit that's hanging around with you that that's very strong at the time? I mean, it's you know we talk about mediumships like it's it's some type of an exact science. It doesn't no, always work that way. It's not at all. And as you're right, yeah, I deal with spirits. But I don't ever feel that I've got something latched onto me that they're going to pick up on. If they're going to read for me, then they've got, they've got to dig something connected with me. Well, interestingly, we had a medium on recently who, who said that you can actually have two two mediums at the same time, both picking up on completely different yes. things because one were I've said that a hundred times. Yeah, it's, so, it's a fact. So, it's a, so what Ron's saying is, in fact, that you might not be aware. I of, might not be aware of, of that. the yes. spirit that they're picking there is, up. There is that, I suppose. I mean, I've worked with other Do mediums. Do you have a spirit guide? I have a spirit guide, yeah. I have Hannah. Yes, yeah, she's been there all my life, and she's the one that comes to me, and she gives me all the bits and pieces. So, yeah, but I, I can agree. I've worked with other mediums at events. I've worked on investigations with other mediums, and I always equate it to when you walk into a party... Um, you can see probably straight off the people you're going to approach for a chat or a drink with them, and, and that's what you do. And then spirit will do that. It will approach one medium or another, not necessarily the same spirit. But then I've had the, also the fact where we picked up on the same spirit in the same location or something very alike. And, and yeah, so She I bakes. It. She bakes, yes. She does bake, yeah. I remember that one. That was too we. That was that was that was between Andy, Andy and in a, I. In the kitchen, we were um, we were w- once on a on a public investigation, and there was a second medium present that night. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a kitchen, and during the course of the readings, Andy had given out a whole lot of information about this feed present that night in the kitchen area and the other medium corroborated it by looking up and going she bakes <laughs> that was the only thing the other medium said all night. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she bakes. I do remember it, yeah. It's, it's one of those incidents. It's a bit like the bits and pieces you've got of me on video you use at various sort of... You're not actually playing those states, either, are you? Um, yeah, we are, actually. Come to mention it. Are you actually playing... No, but I will now. You've just reminded oh, me I've got them all. That's okay, as long as I get an invite next year. <laughs> oh, you could fly? That went quiet, then. Yeah. <laughs> you well, could fly? I, I didn't realise that. Not personally, no. Oh, I have oh, to sort okay. of get on an aircraft, but yeah, I, I, I could probably astrally project there if you want to set up the equipment and look out for me. Yeah, by video conferencing. Video, yeah, I could do it by video conferencing. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, you know, we had a, actually an interesting thing. Uh, Maureen uh, Wood, the transmedium I work with, she was went in for a uh, sleep study thing because she was having a hard time sleeping, and um, when she went in for the study, I was at the Houghton Mansion. And uh, I attempted to connect with her, and evidently uh, it worked because, first of all, she picked up images, some of the images that I projected. But second of all, at the time I was doing this, uh, trying to connect with her, the uh, the uh, all the con- 
what do you call it, the uh, graphs and stuff all went crazy on her. They thought she was having a heart attack. So it was kind of interesting. I, I had a similar occurrence with a, with a, a medium friend locally in here in Pembroke. I went in for a cancer op. Um, the op had been booked for a certain time. Uh-huh. And I let this medium friend know that. And uh, after I'd had the op, which was delayed by about three hours, I went to see her, and, and she'd been tuning in at the time of the original op. But what she actually gave me, it wasn't perfect, but there were certain things there that did make me wonder. And it was it was just the fact the op had been delayed by three hours, so she was a bit previous. Do you do psychometry? No, I don't do not, not. You just said that already. Yeah, I've already been through that. He's going to give me okay. something now. No, he's going to do a quick psychometry test. But he, he's, he's he already said that. But, you know, yeah, that's the interesting, Andrew, when you bring about it. This really, I mean, we talk about mediumships. It's really not, and, and I hate to use an exact science, but that's basically, it isn't. I mean, I don't know, we haven't developed it's, it's, it's it enough, or, or we lost it's it. It's not even uh, super it, I, You know, I, I, it's the worst mobile reception that you're ever likely to get, short of not getting a signal at all. It really is that bad. It, it's like the worst text you've ever got, and you're reading every other word. That's how it is. It's, it's putting it together. There's, a, there's an account within spiritualism um, reputedly written by a spirit. Deceased. Uh, no, no. <laughs> medium. Yeah. Describing the conditions of and trying their ability failing to communicate, and they're saying it's like shouting through frosted glass mm, mm. Um, to people who can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Like, yeah, the connection, it's not, I wish it was that clear. It'd be lovely. Yeah, we wouldn't, be, none of us would be doing anything if it was that clear. If it was that an exact She's assignment. She's our fence boxes nowadays. Well, yeah, we'd plug everyone into it. Yeah, and we, then, don't, we don't need mediums. No, you, you guys have done you know, I'm, I mean, you've worked with one of the very first fence boxes. Yeah, which I very interesting. Yeah, I remember that. Well, I, I, that was something that intrigued me. It piqued my attention. It, it, it actually, um, for those that don't know, some years ago we had a, a prototype Frank's box, uh, a real sumption, Frank sumption box here in the UK for a, a number of years, um, and we were tasked with testing it. Mm. And one of the people we took out uh, on an investigation with the Frank's box was Andy. Yeah. And uh, I, I've never seen a medium so, so thrown <laughs> by by the by this electronic device it, it was, because the list it, was of nine. it was contradicting yeah, yeah your you know your innate psychic abilities i remember you were in in pieces uh, what i had to do was either go with one or the other i yeah. couldn't work with both i couldn't work with what was coming to me subjectively and what the box was coming with and then i had to work out that this so which is which one too- do we believe well, I've got a guy called Eric, on, and the box was saying it was everything but. Yeah. So as an investigator, we've got the medium contradicting the Frank's box. So which do we go with? I'd go, go with the medium. Neither. You go with neither. You, you denote what each says. Oh, you've got to, you've got to sort of draw a line between the you two. You have to. Ron's just repeating my party line. Now he's trying to... Like, Is that what he's yeah. doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah. okay. But well, who do we go? It's about... Oh. That's the so, doorbell, pizza from the dead. So, yeah, so quickly, um, do we have anything upcoming in September that we might need to mention? Oh, absolutely. We have a ton of stuff. Of course, uh, Spirit Quest, which will be on the 19th or the 21st, uh, it is Genesis, the rise of spiritualism, the rise of early ghost hunting. Steve will be there, as well as Steve uh, Scott from Scotland. Uh, unless they succeed, of course, and then I'm not allowing them into the colonies. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, 
bunch of other stuff too. So I have a ghost cruise on Thursday, which is sold out, by the way. Yeah, you do keep rubbing it in there. So how can people find out about these great events in September? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Steve. If you go to our website, which is anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, anyghostproject.com. There you go. <laughs> Anything Excellent. else, Stephen? Um, was I was so just going to say, Andy, um, <laughs> do you do you have a, a way that people can get hold of you should they want to? Yeah, they can contact me through Facebook if they want to link up with me there. Just type in Andrew or Medium Andrew Baphomet Tyler, or you they... can find him on the Facebook pages, friends list. Of yeah, if you, if you go onto yours and Ron's yeah. Facebook page, you can pick me up from that. So yeah, if they want to add me and they want to have a chat at some point, we can do that. Yeah, but you don't. And do thanks for things. having me. But Even you don't like, do long distance readings, so much. You, you don't do long distance readings, so that well, hurts. Hopefully, I'm going to get that side of the water. I need to visit the former colonies and check out that you're do looking you after uh, our land. Border, uh, security. See your criminal record. No, I, I'm, the no passport's chance. there, so yeah, I think I can get the visa. It's not your passport. Oh, sorry. That yeah, the passport they <laughs> allow me to use. Yeah, yes, the passport. The passport they allow me to use. That's there, and I'm sure I can get the visa. Your passport went out to date in 1947. <laughs> well, I, I'm always confused about passports, anyways, because what if you're reincarnated? Which one do you use? I, I you know, I'm so confused. Anyways, I use my reincarnation. I use my butterfly. Anyways, that's it. Good night. God bless. Good bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.